This is Harry Hall Football. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week, like their talks with wide receiver Keenan McCardell. We talk about Dan Snyder's purchase of Dick Clark Productions. This and much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, what's up? What's up, yo? Welcome to episode 83 with Aaron, Josh, and John. Episode 83. Uh, not too busy a week in Redskins world. Um, Ricky Sanders episode. The Ricky Sanders memorial episode, even though he's not dead. <laughs> and the, uh, I'm not dead, yeah. And the current uh, James Thrash episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which brings us to uh, Keenan McCardell. Um, apparently the Redskins were talking to Keenan McCardell to, uh, sign him as a receiver. What do you guys think about that? I think he was our 12th round pick from 1991. Was he not? Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Back he in- was, as a matter of fact. Back in the day when there were that many rounds, yeah. Let me say that, let me say that again. Our 12th round pick from 1991. 91. That's the year that we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he might have one game or two good seasons left in him, maybe. One or two games left in him. (laughs) I don't think we need him, dudes. Depends on how cheap he is. I don't know. I, I forget who brought it up on the website, but they made a good point. Uh, Mike Espy, um, I think he has a chance to make that last receiver slot this year instead of, you know, getting on the practice squad again. I mean, I think I think this might be a year for him to, to start breaking out. I'm not saying he's going to catch 10 touchdowns or anything, but, I mean, he might he might make the team instead of just the, uh, just the practice squad because he got promoted up for a few games last year, and uh, he, he might be due. Yeah, Danny said something about, like, McCardell would be a better fit than James Thrash, and Danny, I gotta disagree with you there. I did disagree. It's on the site. Um, I'd much rather have James Thrash with like a broken arm than Keenan McCardell at this point in his career, because He's a James Kane. James Thrash is a Redskin. We saw it in that game against the Cowboys where he stepped up when Santana Moss was injured, had like three huge catches. And he's solid on special teams. He's like the special teams leader down there. Yeah, we're lucky that we have him, considering, you know, that he had left and gone to a rival. We're really lucky to get him back. Usually that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Now, in Danny's defense. We got him back and we got Snoop back, too. In Danny's defense of his comments, he did say that if we could get McCardell for, you know, a minimum. Then it could be a good signing. Well, the so. minimum is is five hundred and I think eighty seven thousand dollars for a veteran of his stature. And uh, personally, I would rather take my chances with Mike Espy. And uh, what do you think we would pay Espy for that? A couple hundred. The league minimum. Mm. <laughs> and he'd be happy, and he'd be willing to prove himself. But Cardo's got nothing to prove, you know. He's basically buying his time. I mean, he's like. He's like, you know, I've had my career. This is my last hurrah. He doesn't have anything to prove. He came in. Espy, on the other hand, he'd have to work for it. Well, the Redskins did say that um, that 
even if they signed him, it would not guarantee a place on the team for him. Or at least I read that. Uh, and he was well, also, yeah. he was yeah, also, who, McCardell was talking to another team too. I don't think it's going to happen. And, um, well, I don't know. I, I guess the Redskins just felt like they need to offer up to, up to him for whatever reason. But he, it was looking like he was going to sign in Houston because he lived there and you know, you're, you're getting ready to retire probably soon. Why not finish out with the team in your hometown? But uh, the Redskins are the team that drafted him and gave him his first shot, so maybe he's feeling kind of a uh, affinity to come to Washington to finish out. I got an idea. Circle. Dude, I got an idea. Let's sign McCardell and Esty, and let's cut B. Lloyd. Man, I like B. Lloyd. I think B. Lloyd's going to have a breakout year. I really do. See, I was saying that last year, and boy, was I wrong. Because, I mean, you know, we've talked about it before in that game where he played against the Redskins for the 49ers. He caught this awesome touchdown. Mm-hmm. It, you know, he flashes the brilliance. He just, you know, not be so arrogant. He'd be all right, I guess. And, you know, maybe catch a touchdown this year. I think he'll be better this year. I really do. And, in, uh, oh, another thing I wanted to talk about. Did you guys see that article? I read it on uh, Hogs Haven about uh, Montgomery. Anthony Montgomery? Uh, no. Well, basically, they were they were saying, um, I think Will wrote the article, I'm not sure. And he had, you know, substantial uh, sources for his uh, work there, unlike us. And um, he was saying that uh, Anthony Montgomery, apparently last year, was getting reamed out all the time by Greg Williams because he wasn't working hard. And um, there was some interview with Anthony Montgomery saying that this year he realized, or that all through college and high school and everything, that he was he was so you know gifted that he didn't have to work as hard, and he would always be on the team and be the starter. But he said that he learned last year that that's not the case in the NFL, and that apparently, <laughs> apparently in the off season he's been like working his butt off and uh, and getting ready to play. And apparently, um, remember back when we were talking about the defensive line and how I was like, dudes, maybe Joe Gibbs not worried about it because he knows something that we don't. Yeah. He said that Golston and Montgomery, I mean, they've been working their butts off. So if he knows that Montgomery has turned it around, maybe that's why they didn't go and draft a defensive lineman. Well, how come we didn't see Montgomery last year, like coming in for like Joe Salavea or any of that? That's what they were saying. That his we'll, go to the Hogshaven and read his article because he was talking about how Anthony Montgomery would be the starting defensive lineman if it was based only on athleticism and ability. Huh. And and last year, <laughs> last year you didn't see him play because he wasn't working hard, and that's why he was always getting reamed out by Greg Williams, and that's why he didn't get any playing time. Go read that article. It's very interesting. But it, it kind of, um, if he has turned it around, and you know Golston stepped in last year, and I think he's just going to continue to get better, I think we might be all right there on the defensive line. I guess we'll see. I mean, he was, McCumber was picked in the sixth round, right? I think the and fifth round. Said, I think he was their fifth round pick, wasn't he? And Golston was the sixth rounder? I'm pretty sure. There's something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And a year later, we still got a five pick and a six pick. 
But not only do we have them, one of them can start, and one of them maybe he's got the talent to do it too. From what you were saying with that article, so that's a pretty big deal coming out of the far end of the draft. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right about a. Uh, maybe you're right about Gibbs there. Gibbs is the best coach of all times. Speaking of coaches, um, did you guys hear that rumor this week about Bill Cower and maybe the Redskins were going to talk to him about um, coming to the Skins if uh, Gibbs retires next season? Right. Do you see? It? I have heard that, and um, there's been a lot of talk kind of around the web about it. You know, see if that would uh, actually even be a possibility. <laughs> You know, uh, apparently, supposedly he was done with coaching and, and, and all these articles are kind of saying that he's looking for a team again. And, um, you know, he lives in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's where I am. Uh, and Washington would be a convenient, uh, location for him. I think his daughter's going to NC State. Hey, dude, uh, you could ride up to DC with him for the games. Hey, that'd be sweet. That's true. That is true. Hmm. Um, but the other team, I guess, I mean, I think he was talking about interest in the, uh, in the Panthers. This is all hearsay. So, you know, I, who knows if any of this is truly true, but, uh, there certainly was enough talk about it that it could be possible. Um, I gotta say, I do think that Joe Gibbs is gonna retire this season, after this season, after they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But if by some off chance they do not win the Super Bowl? Then I think Gibbs will be back next season. Yeah, I think if they win one more time, he's done. <laughs> I think it's best for his health. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think he's going to stay on for president for like ever. You know, he might. Yeah. That'd be a cool gig for him. But they were saying, uh, going back to the Cower thing, they were saying if Bill Cower takes another head coaching job, the reports were that he wants. Complete control, like Gibbs has now. Right. Or roughly like that. Well, he's not going to come to the Skins because I think Gibbs is going to stay on as team president. Even when yeah, he's, probably. Even when mm-hmm. he's done. Well. Speaking of, yesterday I was in uh, Cheddar's eating lunch, and I saw up on the screen, on they had ESPN on, and they were breaking down the NFC East. And... Um, the ESPN picked uh, the Eagles to uh, win the uh, division this season. And uh, people writing in or whatever, I guess they had some online poll, were picking the Cowboys. What? Well, there's no surprise there. It's no surprise because it was the middle of the day, right? And what fans aren't working in the middle of the day so that they can go online and vote on that, you know, poll? The Cowboys <laughs> fans, they don't have jobs. <laughs> yeah, dude, but how'd they get computers? They're not that smart. It's a good question. But hey, any, I, yeah, I disagree with that. Of course, I'm not biased or anything, though. But in any event, they were talking about the Redskins, and they were basically like trashing uh, Jason Campbell. You know, saying that the Redskins didn't have a quarterback, but at least they have a one-two punch with Portis and Betts, and they, they their running game should be all right. 
Yes, I agree. I agree. I've already well, said it. The whole outfounders, you know, it takes an entire year to learn the playbook thing and, you know, all the reports coming out of the camps and OTAs that Campbell's just looking awesome. If all that, uh, if all that holds true, then screw those guys. I already said it, dude. Jason Campbell's going to have a breakout year, and I put this on a post. Around week nine on yeah. Fox NFL Sunday, you're going to see one of those, like, interviews with Terry Bradshaw, like, one-on-one. And it's going to be with Jason Campbell. And he's going to be like, no one picked the Reds. Oh, I can't do a Terry Bradshaw voice. Can one of you guys? No one picked the uh, Redskins to go do this well this year. What happened? Or Jason Campbell. No one picked you to do anything this season. What happened? How did you turn it around? Well, maybe he'll have them on there for that uh, those, those top ten Terry questions that he does. Yeah. Like, what is the best kind of barbecue? North Carolina or Texas brisket? That kind of stuff. <laughs> like, Come on now, you know, you know. And it'd be all like trying to be all buddy buddy with him because he's from the south. Uh huh. And it'll be like, yeah, like stupid questions like that. Anyway. Sushi. Where I come from, they call that bait. What do they call that bait? I, I gotta say that. It's... Remember that commercial? Yeah. <laughs> it was Terry Bradshaw. I gotta say that brisket is one thing out of Texas that I really do enjoy. Yeah, brisket's good, man. Some good stuff. But it's more out of, like, the Austin area. It's the best thing that ever right, came like, out of Texas. It doesn't come from Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. Dallas brisket. You never hear anybody say, I got me some Dallas brisket. <laughs> Anywho, other than Josh, what? What? We have, I'm going to bring them up for you so, so you don't feel bad about bringing up your boy. What are you talking about? You know your boy. You know, Mr. Nichols. Otherwise <laughs> known as number 56 in Washington. Yeah, I still think of him as number 56. He's had a rough go of it as of late. Apparently had a bad accident and turned his feet white. It's, it is true. Dude, if you go on the Harry Hog website, we have an exclusive <laughs> photograph. Uh, turned his feet white. Basically, we had a nurse take with a camera phone really quickly when he wasn't looking. But um, there's LeVar Arrington in his hospital bed uh, after his motorcycle accident. And we at Harry Hog Football just want to say – that uh, that's a whole lot of uh, cast and wrappings for a broken arm and lacerations. But regardless of that, um, we hope you feel better, Lavar, and uh, hopefully this isn't the end to his career. Although some people speculate that it might be. Nah, he'll be back. He'll be he'll be he'll sign with like someone like the Cleveland Browns, or something like that. <laughs> well, you know, a broken arm takes six weeks to heal. Twelve weeks to heal properly, probably. Hey, maybe the Redskins can get him for the league minimum. Hey, you know, maybe they, this could be a blessing in disguise for him. I mean, it could be one of those situations where he has to basically just take the entire year off, completely rehab. He won't go back to where he's from his knee injuries anymore. You know, he'd have an entire year keep on healing up and just training and getting himself in shape. And, get and he could come back like, yeah, he gets super pumped. And he could come back in 2008 all like badass again. 
You're mm-hmm. only 29. I mean, he's got at least, he's got probably seven more good years of playing. Eight, nine. Maybe three. He's young if he can keep himself healthy. Dude, he's younger than me. <laughs> he's younger than all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously. But, uh, but yeah, go, you know, get online on the website, harryhogfootball.com, check out that exclusive photo of him. Uh, we were lucky to have gotten that. Thank you, Ingrid, the nurse that uh, took the picture. Uh, I don't mean Ingrid. It was uh, Sally Mae. Yeah. Took the picture. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Sally Mae. Didn't mean to give it away who it was. I'm trying to get anybody in trouble. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened with the Redskins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Snyder bought Dick Clark Productions. Does that mean he actually owns Dick Clark no, he owns the wax effigy of Dick Clark. Well, isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah, apparently in uh, Madame, Tuss- <laughs> in Madame Tussauds on uh, 42nd Street in New York that uh, they're getting ready to do a brand-new Dan Snyder um, wax <laughs> figure, and he's going to be standing there shaking Dick Clark's hand on American Bandstand. Can I just... I have, like, Tom Cruise with his hand on top of both of them, like one of those, like, three-way, you know, let's go team thing. Yeah. Can I just say something? Can I just say something about Dan Snyder? I wish all the owners would get together and force him to sell. Because he's really bringing down the team. Force him to sell? Yes. Well, if he sold, he'd have more money to buy, like, racing teams with. Well, that's fine, as long as he sells the Redskins. He claims to be a fan, right? And this is what I have to say about that. If you love something, set it free. Because he's just bringing it down. And I can't take him anymore. If it came back to him, though, does that mean it's really his? Yeah, but I guarantee you one thing. It's not coming back to him. Oh, man, no way. Dude, do you think that Joe Gibbs would have enough money to buy the Redskins? I don't think so, dude. He'd have to get some partners. How much is a racing team? Like, Like Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart and Junior might can partner up with them and they can buy it from Dan Snyder if the uh, league forces them to sell it. That'd be sweet. That'd be nice. I got a dollar. I'll put a dollar in that. I don't think they have enough money for that, even those guys together. Maybe. Remember, be close. Hey, maybe all the fans should partner up and buy it, kind of like Green Bay. I guarantee if the Redskins sold right now, it would be close to a billion dollars because the stadium comes with. Yeah. A billion. Well, it was already. Put If every single person that has season tickets, ninety some thousand people that has season, say, well, not season tickets, but every single person that filled FedEx Field chipped in a hundred dollars. The price of going to a game, they could buy the Redskins. No, they couldn't. They wouldn't even be close, dude. No, it wouldn't be close at all. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be ninety thousand times a hundred. What is that? Nine hundred thousand. That would equal nine million six hundred thousand dollars. That's a billion dollars, dude. No, <laughs> dude, that's no, almost dude, that's a million. Dude, <laughs> dude, that's almost ten million. And he that's and, almost ten million, which is like two years for Quentin Porter. Wait, wait, wait. Did I say a hundred dollars and then a thousand dollars? And then, dude. And then, dude. You know, uh, Dan Snyder bought the team for around eight hundred million, I think. No, he paid like seven hundred million. Okay, so so I'm a zero off. I blame that on not having to take math in college. But um, and by the way, that was ninety six million. Now, got about two. 
which is Peyton Manning. Okay, so seriously. So basically, everybody chips in a thousand dollars. Wouldn't that be nine hundred million? It would be ninety-six million. No, it wouldn't be nine thousand. That'd be a hundred. It would be. You'd have to multiply it by ten thousand. <laughs> All right. If everyone gave a hundred thousand dollars that had season <laughs> tickets, we could afford to buy the team. Yes. Okay, John. So if everybody gave ten thousand dollars. Right. If everyone gave ten thousand, it would be ninety-six million dollars. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Dude, get a calculator. Ninety-six. Yeah, get a calculator. Ninety-six thousand times ten thousand. Ninety-six thousand times ten thousand equals. Do I need to say it again? Yes. <laughs> say, say, say it again, John. Say it again. <laughs> All right, ninety-six million times. Million thousand. Now, if everyone gave a hundred thousand, we might be able to buy the team. But that'd be cutting it close. Seriously. Anyway. So, how much did he pay for Dick Clark Media? Back on the subject. <laughs> he didn't pay... Instead of listening to Josh's fuzzy math... He didn't pay $96 million, I'm sure. How much do you think he paid for it? What does Dick Clark Productions do? They do the... Uh, New Year's Rockin' Eve, man. That's it? Dude. One show a year? No, that's, dude. They, all, they, all, you know, they produce the Golden Globes. I put a thing on the website, dude. Dan's changing the name of the Golden Globes to the Burgundy and Golden Globes. That's right. That's right. So they do an award well, show and they do New Year's Rock and Eve and that's it? Bandstand. Bandstand. Yeah, they, got, they got reruns like a mother. They Wait. also produce So You Think You Can Dance. Wait. Dan is changing the name to So You Think You Can Dance. Wait, Bandstand's still on? Dude. No, dude. Reruns. Oh, okay. Then there's also dance. Uh, they're going to change it to Dancing with the Redskins. Excellent. Yeah, man. Dudes, I think this podcast is done. We don't have anything to talk about. We're trying to figure out math in our head. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think we should hold off our, and uh, come back next week. I don't have a Tom's trivia question. Didn't get one. What? Here's Here's a good trivia question. How much money would Wait. each Redskins fan have to give to buy the team? <laughs> Seriously, what about Tom's trivia last week? We didn't get a we didn't get a new question, probably because Tom's pissed off because uh, we gave away the answer when we gave the question. We did this give away the answer. <laughs> what? Maybe he was mad because I said it was so easy because I just spouted it right out. Yeah, he's probably like, get your own question then. <laughs> uh, At any event, I think we should wrap this up. We got a random Redskin of the Week? We do. This week's random Redskin of the Week is Raven Caldwell, the linebacker out of Arkansas, who played for uh, two Washington Redskins Super Bowl winning teams in 87 and uh, 91. Excelente. Excelente. <laughs> All right, so, dudes. I think that's about when- Oh, John, you were going to talk about our favorite uh, practice squad um, fellow. Oh, our favorite scrub dude. Yeah, it was a sad story. Um, I remember when Eric and Josh back, I think it was 2000, when you guys went to training camp. Yeah. I think it was. No, it must have been 2001. It was 2001, I think, dude. 
Yeah, because you guys went up there to training, or down there, because we were living in New York. Went to Carlisle. Yep, went down to Carlisle, and hanging out, and you were talking about, like, LeVar Harrington comes out, he's looking all huge and everything. You're like, wow, that dude's massive. I mean, everyone's his autograph, and then, you know, uh, I don't know at the time, Jeff George or someone. No, he wasn't there that year. Um, someone else, John Jansen, comes out, and people are mobbing him for autographs and stuff. And then there's some dude, like, standing around that no one's asking for his autograph, and he's kind of looking around and looking at the looking at people like, you want my autograph? You want my autograph? And no one was asking him for it. Aaron, what was it? You, you, I mean, you guys are the ones that saw him, so. It was Justin Skaggs. Yeah. But, dude, Jeff George was there because I tried to get his autograph, and he, like, took my hat, and then he, like, looked at me, and then he didn't sign it and handed it back, and I was like, you punk. You were in his pipe, dude. Oh, that's right. Remember, Josh? Remember that? that? It may have been 2000 because I think that was LeVar's rookie year. Because LeVar signed my hat. He stayed out and signed everybody's stuff. Yeah, that's right. You were saying he was really cool. He was. He was very cool. And he used your pen, dude. Remember and he gave it back at the end? Yeah, he kept my Sharpie and, like, signed everybody's stuff and then brought it back to me. My cake found you. Hey, remember that frozen custard place across the street? That place was good. <laughs> anyway, so so going back to Justin Skaggs, unfortunately he uh, he was playing in the Arena League, I guess, the last couple of years, and apparently he passed away last week from a sudden, you know, from brain cancer. But it was like I think undiagnosed, so people didn't know he had. Wow. So just so, out of the blue, it's like bam, there it goes. So uh, seriously, a heartfelt. Uh... You know, condolences go out to Redskins fans, Justin Skaggs family. Um, yeah, that kind of upset me because I had hopes for him back then to make the team. He was pretty good, kind of like in the Mike Espy situation. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was always there, and, and you remember seeing him hustling during the uh, preseason games, like really busting his butt trying to, to make an impression and all that good stuff. He was yeah. like number 16 so, or something like that? Some low number. Yeah, back when that was a real novelty to see the wide receivers on the team. Mm. Yeah. What a sad story there. Any event. Is that um, it? We could try to call somebody or something. No, I think that's about it, dudes. <laughs> I think we should wrap it up this week. We'll get uh, hopefully some more news next week and have a uh, more uh, whatever, a better podcast. Let's just say that. And um, we're getting close to football season, so we'll have more to talk about, including um, the Yellow Strong World Bowl 15 going on now in Germany, right now, in Hamburg. Speaking of, Hamburg. Uh, Frankfurt is pulled within two in the first uh, half. Casey Bramlett threw two touchdown passes, including one flea flicker for like 40 yards. Including a flea flicker. So. third string, third string, third string. <laughs> By the way, there's a new poll on the Harry Hogg site. If you haven't been there, uh, go to harryhogfootball.com, register. Um, there's some polls on the uh, right-hand side. We're trying to do them every week, but we got a little slack during the off-season. Uh, but now that we're kind of cranking in towards the, uh, you know, chugging along towards the uh, the season coming up, preseason and everything, getting into camps and everything else, uh, we'll, we'll start the. Uh, Put a few more on there, but go in there and uh, tell us who you think is going to be the number two. Oh yeah, and in oh. two in two weeks, um, forgot to tell people about this. Uh, some uh, talk radio station in Richmond, Virginia, wants to interview the Harry Hog Football guys, 
on, I think it's a Saturday afternoon. We'll get you the more more information about it. But it's their station streams live on the internet, so you'll be able to listen into that. And we'll get yes, you some details. Bye. And yes. other than that, dudes, um, I guess the uh, fantasy league will be coming up in a few weeks or so. John will let everyone know about that. Yeah, start looking for that. Uh probably in July, maybe even August, because there's no reason to hurry up and wait right now, you know. It'll be up soon. All you guys that were in it last year, you're in it this year if you want. Um, we might be able to expand two more teams. We'll see. I think we already have, like, four or five people that rode in for that spot. But, you know, if opens up, we might be able to get some more. But that'll be coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. So anyway, dudes, um, hail to the Redskins, and as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Show them.